Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. For over 18 years. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akrey and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights he just wants to be heard whether it's the beat of the mic he feels so unlike everybody else alone in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know but no he knows the code it's not about the salary it's all about reality and making some noise making a story making sure his click stays up that means when he puts it down toxic picking it up let's go he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Now the picture connects Never asking for someone's help But it gets some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an artist This is 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill Who would have thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames And I heard him Record with the crystal method, name of the game. Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church. I like bleach, man. Why you had the stupidest verses? Dude, is the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots and stocks through the roof. I heard from with Fire and Mike got him out the dryer. He's hot. Find him in Fort Minor with top. But a fucking nihilist porcupine. He's a he's a the type. Women wanna be with him. Rappers hope he gets eight years in the making. Patiently waiting to blow. Now the record with your notice taking over the globe. He's got a partner in crime. This is equally dope. You won't believe the kind of that comes out of this kid's throat. All right, eleven oh eight. You okay over there? Brooks Kepka just tweeted welfare check on Chambly. Sorry. Chambly from the uh, Golf Channel. He's been one of the biggest, you know, supporters of the PGA Tour and right. announcing the Live Tour and just kept kind of firing a shot at him. I don't know what that means. Just making sure he's okay. Oh, welfare check. I'm thinking like a welfare check, like an actual. Check. Oh no no no! Like just somebody call and check on him. Yeah, is well, he okay? He is. Uh, well, then he should be worried about Rory and Rom and a lot of other guys too. Then, if it's actually an issue, for those who missed it, the. PGA Tour, the Live Tour, and the I guess it's the DP Tour, is that what they call it? It's the European, European Tour, basically. Tour, yeah. uh, have all come together, and I guess they're going to all get in bed together. So, um, yeah, I don't know who this reporter is on, on uh, ESPN, but he's been phenomenal reporting the story. He said, he said, you know, when we woke up today, it was Yankees, Red Sox, Auburn, Alabama, and now the PGA and the Live Tours have become strange bedfellows. And I'm like, it's a great way to say it. It's true. These are diametrically opposed tours that are now all one big financially well-off family. I'm going to say it that way. Yeah, it's just so many questions. We got to learn so much more to, before we can figure dive into this. And but it's it is weird. It, it is strange. Um, where did this come from? Yeah, I did not see that coming as a segment we do on occasion. This is certainly way up, up at the top of the list for the year. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. A wonderful season for Arkansas comes to a disappointing earlier than expected end. Although I don't think anybody's shocked. I think most of us had very significant concerns going into yesterday about Arkansas's chances of beating TCU once, let alone twice. And unfortunately, we're unable to do so. TCU hitting a bunch of long balls. Arkansas did get back-to-back home runs from Warfin and Wagner, but Unfortunately, not nearly enough as Arkansas falls short and loses to the Horn Frogs, who are absolutely red hot. Here's Dave Van Horn on the difficulty of winning a regional, even at home. It's really hard. It's all about how are you playing, are you healthy. You know, I think about 21, we had first base, balance broke his ankle in tournament. 
You know, we got a center field that's got strep throat. And these guys are hitting like two and three in the order. You know, it's just little things that happen. That was, and we lost to the Super Regional in game three. And we'd won everything that was put in front of us up until that, until then. You know, but you just, you just don't know what you're going to run into and how the ball's going to bounce and, you know, where's everybody's mind at. You, you know, sometimes it's easier on the road because people aren't expecting you to win. Sometimes you're expected to win. You get a little tight. That's not what happened to us here. We got beat by a really, really good team, and uh, maybe maybe we were running out of gas. Maybe they were. So there are some people who are disappointed. There are some people who are proud of the program. There are some people who are, frankly, mad and upset, and they want heads to roll. I've seen anti-Dave Van Horn <laughs> tweets. I've seen anti Matt Hobbs, Matt I just Hobbs, saw one, yeah. yeah, on Facebook. I've seen people wanting to get Nate Thompson yep. run out of Fayetteville on a rail. I got a text, one of those. Yep. So there is some some conversation going on, but here's how Dave Van Horn says it should be remembered as a season, and so I will go with whatever he says. Well, you know, I don't I don't like to use the term overachievers or any of that because I think they're good players. Uh, but this is a team, and I've said it many times, they show up and they think they're going to win. They showed up and played hard for us all the time. I really can't remember having to really talk to the team about what we're seeing. It's not a good enough effort. You're not playing hard. Never really saw that from this team. Um, just find a way to win. They would find a way to win, and they were fun to be around, honestly. Uh, and I'll talk to them about that uh, on our, on our, in our meeting when we – finish up in a day and a half or so but uh i think what 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 they're going to be remembered for is they won the sec championship and they won 43 games and uh they had like what one guy on the all all sec team it's very rare you win the sec championship and you know you look at florida what they have five a couple second teamers i mean it was something else and so it was just a bunch of guys that played as a team and they won a championship. And, uh, you know, hope they get celebrated in 10 years, you know, and they come back and, you know, I bet they're all doing something pretty good. I will say this. Um, I think this team will be remembered by me as greater than the sum of their parts. That's all I remember this team, as Dave Van Horn just pointed out. I'll remember them as a team that won the SEC championship because that is, that is something. That doesn't happen a lot at Arkansas. Uh, SEC championships are special. I mean, if, if the football team won an SEC championship and made it to the uh, playoff, 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 it'd be awesome. Even if they got smoked in their first game, awesome. I agree. But baseball's set the bar higher. Too high. That's not good enough. Unreasonably high. I, I, I like a high bar. No, I do too. I mean, I like being the Alabama football. Never been to a high they're bar. Not there. They're not the Alabama the football. Let me take that back. Liquor bar. When they start winning championships, they would be the Alabama yeah. of baseball. But um, they feel about a hookah bar. <laughs> I uh, I think this team over man I was just looking at this lineup. They had, we knew they had Peyton Stovall coming back. Yep. We're like eh, maybe Kendall Diggs. We saw flashes out of him. Maybe he can be a good player. Um, Brady Slavens that was huge when he came back. That was it for their offense. Tavian Josephberger transfer they hit on Jace Borfin. He was injured last year. Hurt weren't sure, but he was coming back. Turned out to be a good player. Jared Wagner transfer. Ben McLaughlin. Came in as a transfer. Good player. Uh, Kendall Diggs, Caleb Cowley, another transfer. Brady Slavinson, Parker Rowland, and John Bolton. Mm-hmm. How many of those guys were not here last year? A bunch all, of them. All but three. And not many of them contributed. Yep. So for this team to win the SEC championship, and they were thinking pitching-wise, they were going to be stout because you had Jackson Wiggins, you, you, then you had uh, Hagen Smith. Let's just leave it at this. We won a – Arkansas won an SEC championship, and everybody's saying – not good enough. Not good enough, yeah. That's where your program is. And no one was expecting that to start the year. That was my point. But we did expect them to be in a Super Regional also. Yeah. All right, let's get Pat Bradley in here. We'll talk some hoops and uh, get his reaction to what happened up in Fayetteville yesterday and over the weekend. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. He's going to miss. 
River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. Hello, Patrick. What do you say, boys? Um, well, say, I said lots of things so far today. I'm going to say a few more things right now. Uh, a kid. ACC baseball, or Arkansas baseball specifically, I should say, has gotten to the point where everybody is so spoiled, they uh, have really high expectations. And that's a good thing. I don't <laughs> think that's a bad thing. But, again, comparatively, and Pat gets pissed when I bring this up, but Pat also set the bar, helped set the bar, or carried <laughs> on the, the tradition of the bar that was set incredibly high. Pat Bradley, once he left school, they went 25 years without making a Sweet 16. So I don't know what you want to compare that to. Let's just say Arkansas goes 25 straight years after this year without winning. Going to a Super Regional. Without going to a Super. Yeah. Without going to a Super. That's the comparison. So you got it really good, and there's no reason to believe anything like that is going to happen. In fact, I would guess over the next 15 years, Arkansas probably makes eight or nine Supers supers at least. Yeah. Yeah. How many Supers has... The baseball team been since 2000. I'd have to go back and look. Super since 2000? That's a good question. Yeah. I mean, Christian, 23 I years. Mean, has, it, has it been five? Has it been ten? Has it been I less guess, than five? Or well, than they've five? gone to the College World Series in that time a seven handful. times. Yeah, so. right? Dave Van Horn's gone nine times, seven with Arkansas. So I'd say probably about seven 11. Times. To the Supers. No, to the is, College World Series. Well, we know they lost the Super to, okay. you know, um, NC State, State a couple yeah. years ago. So, yeah, right. we'll just say at least. I think he's lost two Super Regionals. Okay. So maybe nine. Nine, ten, eleven, somewhere in there. Lots. Nine. Yeah. Yeah. About half the time. Where is, so TCU's hosting, obviously, right? Yeah, how about that weird turn of events? Man. That is a weird turn of events. You know, it was a weird week to schedule that. I had booked, uh, I'll give you my comparison. I had booked tickets to see Ray Wiley Hubbard in Eureka Springs on Friday night, Pat. Little did I know Arkansas would be hosting a regional, and I was like, well, I really wish this concert wasn't this weekend. So right. I was able to go to the early game, fortunately, and zip over to Eureka and watch. But uh, I was, it was not ideal. So I was trying to – I was talking to the boys last week, and, and <clears throat> you know, it's tough to compare baseball postseason to any other postseason because of the quirkiness – of you have the double elimination right in the first round or the regionals mm-hmm. and then the super regionals go to a different format right yeah it's still it's best of three best of three and then and then so it's it's such a unique thing because obviously with the NCAA tournament it's one game and you could have a bad call you could have a guy getting foul trouble you could have any any number of things can happen that keep you from a, a one-point second-round loss versus a one-point second-round win to go to the Sweet 16. Yeah. So it's sort of a it's a weird, it's it's a strange thing. I think college baseball postseason is different. I don't think you can even compare it, like, you know, Mm-mm. you know, going with the basketball team going to Sweet 16. Because even look at this weekend. How many delays did you have? And I think, so if TCU, obviously, their bats are rolling. They, they they can have delay delay. They come back. Their bats are rolling. Like I, I just think it's such a it was a difficult weekend with the stop and go. Um, and I'm not saying that would have you know we would have beaten TCU, but it's right. just I don't know. It's just challenging, man. Those guys are sitting around. Then they got to play two games. Yeah. Then they got to play no games. It's just so I, I don't know. Like, I don't know how much of an impact that played, but I do say I will say this: baseball is the greatest equalizer and it's the hardest to predict I think of the major three sports by far it's not close yeah. basketball is a distant second and football is the most predictable right right yeah I mean basketball every once in a while you'll get just because of the nature of the one and done like Purdue loses to the 16 or something like that but yeah. for the most part especially in college basketball well, I you pick know, on Purdue. You, well no I mean in college basketball you know you there's the haves and the have-nots pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the nature of the one-and-done, foul trouble, injury, those types of things, some team makes 30, makes it a little bit more interesting. But, yeah, baseball is sort of the College World Series a little – it's a little bit uh, – well, not a little bit. I think it's much, much different, the whole aspect of it. Perfect. I mean, heck, we talked about the SEC tournament, how, like – it just still blows my mind how, like – Every SEC tournament, it's like, oh, geez, do we want to win it? Do we want to? And right. I guess you get that a little bit in um, in the other sports, but 
Not as much. You know. Yeah, prepare to watch Wes disagree with me vehemently because this is what he likes to do. I think baseball, and, and partially this is partially why it's the great equalizer, is the least dependent on superior athleticism. If you are a if you're an elite skilled player as a as a, especially defensively, but you can yeah. be an elite skilled player as an offensive guy, and you can not be the best athlete on the field and still be a very effective hitter and or fielder. Yes. Now I think with pitchers it's a little bit different animal. You got to have some magic in that arm to be an elite pitcher. But you you wouldn't see a team like I mean you do occasionally see teams upset others but I do think football and basketball are large more more heavily no weighted towards athleticism. West doesn't agree with you on that. I don't I know. I'm, do I'm just waiting for him to disagree with me. No, I agree. Well, with the that. reason the reason and this what? we've talked about this many wonders times. never cease. Oh, well, we talked about this many times. What what I observe in baseball, watching kids grow up playing baseball, um, it is it's a unique sport. Like you said, because it's so much skill, it takes so much time, effort to perfect that skill, whether it's fielding a baseball, whether it's throwing a baseball properly, accurately, whether it's batting. And the nature of the mano-a-mano pitcher versus batter, I have seen kids as they grow up, because I, you know, I, went to, you know, I went to a lot of youth baseball games. Kids, they don't like, if, if they're not, let's just say to your, to your point about being athletic versus skilled, if you're if you're just athletic and you can't hit the baseball, you're on a platform as a batter. Everybody is eyes on you, and it's there's a sense of like if I can't hit this, I don't feel confident. I don't want to do this anymore. So there's that level of skill and confidence that has to be there that mm-hmm. athleticism doesn't necessarily give you. Now you got to be hand-eye coordination, no doubt. You got to be a big strong, you know, you got to be strong enough, no doubt. But I do agree that. Um, you know that's. I mean, baseball pitcher batter baseball yeah. is different. Unless you're talking about tennis or pickleball, your favorite one-on-one pickleball match. Um, there's there's not many things in sports like it. That's why it's such a special thing. Yeah, you have to be. You can get as peeved off as a hitter as you want, but unlike if you're going to, <laughs> you're gonna if, if you're going to tackle a guy or if you're going to try to run a route by a guy. Or if you're trying to make it, you know, if you're trying to get by a guy or foul defend a guy or defend guy, a guy, right. right? Yeah, yeah being peeved off will help you in those cases. It ain't going to help you hit a curveball. Right. Yeah, ask Soriano, right? Yeah, yes, exactly maybe, right. Maybe you get a sacrifice of chicken. Yeah, blank you, Joe Boo. I'll do it myself. Um, so let's talk about uh, Razorback basketball, Pat. We are almost there roster-wise. We haven't had you on, I don't think, since Devo officially came back. By the way, bumped into Devo. Devo. He's in great spirits. Some over the Good weekend at the regional. Yeah. Coach Musselman always making Brave appearances future. there. Yeah. Kids got a bright future. Do you uh, you feel good about the guys that came back and and the guys that are incoming that have decided to stick with it and not yeah, go pro? I, look, I think it, the Duke game. You know, I think you. I go back to because obviously it's about building a roster with Coach Muss. I mean, we that's what he does every year, or at least at least that's what he's done the last three four years when he, you know since he's gotten gotten here. But after the Duke game. Clearly, he knew he needed size. He needed a couple 6'10", 6'11". He needed that to compete with. You know, they had that big Mark Davis kid. That just athleticism overwhelmed us. Brings in, you know, guys like Brazil, the Mitchells, um, a lot of big athletic wings, you know, Council, Anthony Black, guys like that. Of course, we couldn't make a jump shot last year. So now he builds the roster. He brings in some shooting. A couple of the transfers, the Minifield kid. I think the Battle kid shoots it pretty good. Obviously, Pinion is back. That, I think, was calculated by Musk to say, we need a shooter, Joseph. You know, don't, let's give this a shot. And he brings in the size with Bayfall. Um, who's the other kid there? Well, he's got one of the Mitchells. He's yep, got Brazil. Mackay. Yep. So, you know, he's still got, you know, a 6'9", 6'10". Jalen Graham, Graham, dominating rebounder. There you go. Amen. Um, and Plus possibly paying this no Grant Nelson to kid. I'm listening. You're not listening. So, I, I think You're his, on camera. You're not listening. You're not paying attention. Go on. Huh. So, I think you can basically see his roster management where he's trying to, you know, he went with the size, he, he, and now he went... You know, knows he needs the combination of size and shooting. Okay, I can give you, you know. an elite guard. I can give you an elite power forward and an elite center. Who do you want to fill out the roster? You got one spot left. What do you want? Um, an elite guard? Would you say? Well, see, the thing is, I would take a, 
Only thing I say about a guard is, well, we got Devo coming back. Right. So, because the thing that concerned me was you had a freshman guard coming in and you had transfer guards, right? This is before Devo. That concerns me because a freshman in transfers, you never know. You never know, right? I mean, mm-hmm. half we've talked about this many years. You bring in six, three work out, three don't. You bring in five, two work out, three don't. So that concerned me. So, um, although, I mean, listen, if we can get this Grant Nelson kid, then, you know, I'll take yeah, him. Yeah, for sure. Hey, Pat, let's move to the NBA real quick. Uh, thoughts on the finals? 1-1, surprised at all by Miami being able to pull one off on the road in Denver? I'd say the biggest surprise was giving them 36 points. Like, uh, it, Fourth quarter, Denver gives up 36 points. Um, they scored enough. 108 points should be enough. To me, it was just defensively, but that just shows you Miami, what they're able to do, beat you in a variety of ways. They can make threes. They shot almost 50%. I mean, that's insane. That's insane. But on, on the defensive end, man, like they switch back and forth in that zone. And Justin, it was a one-possession game, right? 111-108. Right. All you got to do, think about... Take away, if that zone or whatever can take away three possessions, that's all it takes. Or two possessions, that's all it takes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they execute it well. Um, so what's going on with this golf thing? Oh, Is gosh. this wild news? It's wild news, Pat. I'm not really sure. So I think that, all right, can I be a conspiracy theorist? You are a conspiracy theorist. Go ahead. Okay. So I think, because it was very conspicuous to me, that Rory was like sort of outspoken after he took the weekend after the Masters off, right? Remember, he took that. Uh, he didn't play the week after the Masters. He said he had to just get away from the game for a little while and clear his mind, right? And everybody's like, "Yeah, we get it." I don't remember that was so long ago, but okay, I'll go with it. No, yeah, that was part of like sort of uh, it's like okay, because I don't think he had a good <clears throat> Masters, and then. Recently, like last week or the week before, Rory says, I wish we had an off-season because it would give us more time to work on our mechanics and then come back and be ready for the bigger tournaments. So I'm scratching my head. I'm like, why, why are these comments coming out from Rory? Mm-hmm. Because Rory was, you know, one of the guys, you know, because that's what Phil is always saying about the PGA Tour, right? We're playing too many events. Um, you know, we need to have less events, less travel, that kind of thing. Less rounds. Less, less rounds. So I think Rory, in a way, was was like, okay, I'm going to come out kind of non, you know, a little passive aggressive, take jabs at the PGA Tour to try to get them. So I think the merger is going to be um, a little bit what those. PJ Tour guys are talking about not having to play in so many tournaments so they can rest or work on their mechanics of the game without having to feel that they had to play. No, he got he got he got um he got fined. Justin, who did Rory for not playing? Rory, yeah, for that tournament. You well, guys remember that? No, I don't recall. But I'll take your word for it. I'm not arguing any of those points. I think what they need to do is, and it would be easily easily done, is coordinating with um, the top players and making sure they've got a certain percentage of the top players at each event, and you don't have Agreed. to have to have every everybody taking the same one off. I mean, that's the key, I yeah. think. It's, it's no big deal to me. I'm still not sure how this whole thing's going to look, but it was definitely very surprising that there is uh, an agreement apparently in place. And but the I'm, details I'm with you. Announced. I, I think it's all about making sure that the top names are still going to be at, at some of these top tournaments. Right. We'll see. That's the important thing. That's what everybody wants. I mean, I don't care what anybody does. I just want to watch a good tournament. That's mm-hmm. me. Pat, I got the numbers for you. So Dave Van Horn's been to seven College World Series. So that's seven Super Regionals. There were two other times they made it to a Super Regional but did not win it. That was Arizona State in 2010 and then, of course, North Carolina State two years ago. Mm. So when he gets to a Super, he usually wins it. What, yeah. seven and two in the Supers? Pretty good. All right, PB. Um, All right, boys. Thank you to River City Florida. We appreciate them and appreciate you. Jay Bird, give me your call later today, buddy. All right, buddy. All right. See Talk you to you, boys. Love right. you. Thank you, River City, for learning. You bet. It's Pat Bradley. It's 1130. We've got Brian <laughs> Hendricks coming up after the break. And we will visit with him, courtesy of McCard's Barbecue, in just a moment. For 
interior, exterior, commercial, and residential painting, hire the pros at Serta Pro Painters. Get your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Sports Center. The Vegas Golden Knights are two games away from their first Stanley Cup championship in franchise history. A 7-2 victory last night for them over the Florida Panthers. Two goals for Brett Howden and two goals for one of the original Golden Knights, Jonathan Marcheseau, powered the Golden Knights to victory. Game three of this series will be in Florida on Thursday night. You can catch it on TNT. The NFL has opened an investigation into Indianapolis Colts cornerback Isaiah Rogers for violating the league's gambling policy. Rogers acknowledged the situation on Monday night with a tweet, quote, I know I have made mistakes and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to repair the situation. The last thing I ever wanted to do was be a distraction from the Colts organization, my coaches, and my teammates. I've let people down that I care about, end quote. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. I'm talking about Elliot's Mexican Grill. Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. The Keats Special, a Mexican abachi dish with fresh steak, chicken, or shrimp. Tuesdays are Taco Tuesdays, and they're only $1.99 at Elia's, and now they're serving homemade tortillas. Fresh pies for dessert along with soft-serve ice cream. Elia's Mexican Grill, award-winning Mexican food with daily lunch specials Monday through Friday, 11 to 2. You take exit 108 to Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models, from transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. You're back in the zone. You know, we disagree on things from time to time, but one thing's for sure. I'm an Arkansas Razorback fan. <laughs> what do they say now? You're woo pigs. Now, let's root for those hogs and stay tuned yeah, to the zone. Man. She slammed that door, she broke my heart, that girl so got out of town fast. She bounced, so I bounced in here, trying to bounce back. Ooh, I know I probably ought to throw a couple prayers up to the man upstairs. Ooh, instead of watching this bottle that was filled up, just disappear. Sitting here wishing on a neon star, up there hanging from behind the bar. Hoping there's a U-turn in your car, don't know why I do, cause it never comes through. New month, new deals, but still some great cars. The Guadney Chevrolet. It's Gregory Street Exit in Jacksonville. Head to the website, GuadneyChevrolet.com. Take a look at all the inventory, and then you can make that trip to that short trip to Jacksonville and the Gregory Street Exit. They're ready to do some dealing. They're paying top dollar for the vehicles. They need to uh, get rid of some 2023s, make way for the 2024s. So they're going to pay you top dollar for your vehicle, so you'll trade it in, pay it off, have some money for a down payment, and you'll have a new car drive out at that Gregory Street exit in Guadney Chevrolet. It is a fantastic to go time to go buy a new vehicle at Guadney Chevrolet, whether it's trucks, cars, SUVs, they got it all. Check out the inventory at the website, GuadneyChevrolet.com. Outdoor editor for the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, Brian Hendricks, joins the zone to discuss all things outdoors. 
Thanks to world-famous McClard's Barbecue. McClard's is still going after 95 years, so you know they're doing something right. Visit their new location at 9219 Stagecoach Road in Little Rock. If I hit that fishing hole today, she'd be packing all her things and she'd be gone by noon. Welcome back, Brian. You know, the whole be gone by noon thing really does apply. Yeah. 11.36. <laughs> That's right. That's a good point. I'm doing great. How are you? Man, we're good. Sure. We're good. Um, enjoying the warm weather, I suppose. But uh, how's how are we doing with the uh, with the fishing with the, as it gets hotter here? Well, I'll tell you what, it's been great. I took uh, I took a friend out to a place near Cheryl uh, last Thursday. It was an afternoon trip, three or four hours. She was new to fishing and had not ever cast before. I mean, brand new to everything. Gave her a, a pretty heavy-duty spinning rod. This is a place where big dreams are possible. Mm. So it was going to be one of those sink-or-swim type of things. Either it was going to work out. I was afraid maybe she wasn't going to be fast enough. You know, just... Uh, and, I mean, right off the bat, first fish she ever caught was about three and a half pounds. Oh. Broke off the next two, and then it was Katie bar the door. Uh I think our total was about 37. Her last, the last fish of the day was one she caught, five and a half, and uh, out the door we were. It was fantastic. Sounds like we're going to Cheryl soon, Wes. <laughs> Cheryl, yeah, I tell you what. So you're, to answer your question, the hotter it gets, the better it gets up to a point. You know, uh, comes a comes a point where things just kind of settle into a summer lull. Uh, but uh, if you're into the Florida strain largemouth largemouth bass, like we have in the southern part of the state a lot. That just gets better and better as the hotter it gets. Uh, North Arkansas, not quite so much, but love it. You had a uh, visit recently with a gentleman who was in rarefied air when it comes to fishing? It was, and it's amazing to people like that that we have in Arkansas. And I'm talking about Bobby Murray of uh, Hot Springs, who was one of the pioneers of uh, competitive bass fishing. He won the first Bassmaster Classic in 1971, uh, back when, you know, that was just getting started. Then he won it again in 1978. And there are only six people, I think, that have won it more than once. There's two that have won it four times. Uh, I don't think anybody's won it. Either those two, uh, you've got a, a few four-time win- or two-time winners and, and no Troy Aikmans in the bunch, you know, no three-timers. <laughs> but uh, so when you think about when he did that, 71 to 78, and the advance of technology from that time, when he, in 1968, you used to measure depth with a weighted string that you had graduated marks on, you'd drop that down <laughs> and pull it up, and that's how you knew how deep the water was. That's how I do it now. What are you talking about? Okay, well, you know, there's, some, there's, there's a learning curve for you. Uh, he, he, was ta- he talked about buying the very first Lowrance depth finder back then, which was a flasher unit, you know, and it, had, it was a little circular mm-hmm. thing, and things advanced quite a bit onto that and technology in the 70s left a lot of those guys behind uh they just couldn't advance they couldn't adapt uh it happened again in the in the the 80s and the 90s people got settled into a way of doing things and as technology left them behind younger people came in knowing how to use that stuff and it's just been a a a churn bobby was able to kind of stay with that and uh, in 78, uh, I think 81 was his last year to fish competitively. He was at the top of his game at that point, still qualifying for the Bassmaster Classic. He retired from competitive fishing, became uh, uh, vice president of Hydrosports Boats. He started a, an agency uh, that got even more involved in fishing, and he made, made his money outside right about the time you know, there was starting to be money made in fishing. So he's just a fascinating character. I've only known... There are various personalities. You got your hard charging, just you know, determined people that fish. I would put Kevin Van Dam in that. Just a guy who's going to. He, he's another four-time winner. Uh, one of those guys is just going to overcome and overpower whatever water he's on. Overpower his competition. Then you got the other four-time classic champion, Rick Clun, who was all about the mind. He. Uh, the the I, I've interviewed him several times, and it's one of the most fascinating sports interviews you will ever do. When he gets into the union of mind and body, and uh, you know total immersion of mind and body. There was a tournament on Beaver Lake, for example, years ago, in which he 
followed Frank Divis of uh, Fayetteville was his co-angler that day. He focused in on this white bird. I think it was a snowy egret, and he followed that bird wherever it went. And wherever that bird landed, he caught fish and uh, did very well in that tournament. I don't remember if he won it or not, but that was just the way he worked. Now, Bobby Murray isn't quite like that. He's not the Zen guy. But he still has that immersion. He's always thinking about it, mm-hmm. thinking about different ways of doing things, innovative ways of doing things, and just totally absorbed with it. He was, he was like that when I was up with him the other day. And he was talking about this m- method of fishing for Kentucky bass in the wintertime, explained where they are and how to find them, and they're always just stacked up on the bottom in, in really cold water. And he figured out that when you catch one off the bottom and you raise that fish up, there will be about 30 follow it. So he developed a jig to dangle from the second jig, and you will catch a second fish, even a third one, if you want to do that. But that gets kind of unwieldy. But he's figured out how to do it. Yeah, I hate catching them three at a time, Brian. It's exhausting. (laughs) It is exhausting (laughs) for those of us who do it. but it was really it was it was funny because uh you know back in 95 i did another article about that very same thing how to do it with a single it was kind of a a new technique back then of bottom jig fishing in deep water <clears throat> with a guy that lives in barling so to to make that progression of, of myself all these years later and and do that with a legend who's been thinking on this stuff and figuring it out mm-hmm. uh lucky strike uh uh has got that jig they make they make that jig and uh it'll be on the market soon if it's not already and uh then we got another guy bobby dennis who was the one that introduced me to uh bobby murray bobby dennis is one of the legendary lure designers of all time he also lives in hot springs and is involved with mcclards and uh he's got some new things in the works that are going to be very innovative in fishing and you think there's nothing new under the sun but there are little twists on old things, and when they were the angling public picks on picks up on them real quick, and they become very popular and very lucrative. Sometimes for many many years. What did Murray win in '71? Wouldn't have been much. Uh, I think in '71 it would have probably been a, probably about five grand, and a really nice trophy. Hmm. And. Um, in 78 it probably would have been a little more than that i don't really know how much the thing was but i know that you know uh i guess when george cochran won his first one uh in 1987 i think i want to say he made 30,000 so it wouldn't have been i mean it was good money then but yeah but it was just coming up when murray was doing his thing uh the very first uh ba the tournament that founded bass was one that the late Ray Scott put together, and that's another great story. Never been to Beaver Lake in his life. He was in a motel room in Jackson, Mississippi, sulking after a fishing trip got rained out on Ross Barnett Reservoir. And he was watching, I think it was a bowling tournament. And he said the vision came to him of a golf tournament or a bowling tournament except fishing where people paid $100 with a $100 field and a winner would get $10,000. And he went straight to Springdale, pitched it, they thought he was a charlatan, and uh, they said, well, we'll give you some office space here at, at uh, Rodeo of the Ozarks and a Watts line, but we're not going to back this. And they even talked about hiring a detective to follow him, you know, <laughs> and he pulled it off. And that was the tournament that was the beginning. I mean, he broke even, uh, gave him enough momentum to do the second and the third one, and then we get BASS in 1970, 71. Uh, Man, those that that tournament. Do you think about the careers that that thing started? That one tournament, the career of Bill Dance, and Stan Sloan, and uh, Bobby Murray was there. You know, just all of the all of the people, the 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 pioneering founders of BASS and competitive fishing. It all started right there at Hickory Creek Marina. That's pretty wild. It is. Yeah, it's part of that great Arkansas story that I really love telling in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette and on the airwaves here at the Buzz. What do you got coming up, column-wise? What else are you working on? Uh, you know, uh, a lot of people. Uh, a good friend of ours, a good friend of the sporting community, uh, John Burnett of Little Rock, passed away. I'm going to do a tribute, a eulogy, sort of to him. Uh, just a great, great sportsman. A lot of people knew him as former president of Rector Phillips Morse here. And, uh, you know, uh, great guy back in uh, 2009 when I was um, uh, recovering from cancer treatment. 
you know, I mentioned to him that I always wanted to dove hunt in Argentina. Like three days later, he calls me up and says, get your passport updated. We're going. Just that kind of guy. Wow. You know, uh, and uh, you think over the years, we, we weren't together often, but when you add it all up, we did a lot of things together. He's just a fantastic, fantastic human, great gentleman, great person. And so that, and uh, be able to honor him uh, Thursday and then Sunday, I'm still working on that. I've got another fishing trip to uh, DeWitt. Coming up with uh, Jess, the Undertaker, Essex, former uh, coroner for Arkansas County and uh, owner of Essex Funeral Home. And something is going to break. Something is going to get messed up, and it's going to be a great trip. Huh. I thought you, they called him that because he whacks so many fish. Uh, he does that, too. Okay, very good. Brian, thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Thanks to McClard's Barbecue as well for sponsoring the segment. We always look forward to having you up. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Thank you much. Good to see you all. All right, buddy. Appreciate you. That's Brian Hendricks from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Check him out in the paper or here on the buzz. And, of course, he's on uh, Monday nights carrying Ray Tucker, too. So, you know, there's that. But uh, I always catch a little bit of that. Appreciate you guys. Too. Just kidding, Ray. You know I love you. Stop it. Don't be that way. Uh, we got to hit our time out here. It's 1146. As we hit the break, I want to tell you about something that's also entertaining in addition to listening to Brian. That's Oakland. Get down there. They've got uh, live music. Obviously, you don't get racing back until December. But how about Randy Hauser this week playing in the big room over at Oakland? So if you want to see some great music in the event center, Randy Hauser here to help. Tickets on sale at Oakland.com. Chris Jansen coming up in early July. Got Ricky Skaggs and... Kentucky Thunder, July 14th. The Four Tops are coming. Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. And the Beach Boys. That's right. All this year, and of course, uh, early October, we have KC and the Sunshine Band as well. All the details and tickets are available at Oakland.com. Just one of the many ways to enjoy yourself. I'm telling you, go down there and just spend a weekend, get dinner, stay in one of the great, beautiful hotel rooms there. Uh, I mean, it's a great spot, obviously, to hang out. And you've got the gambling, you've got the... uh, Sportsbook, if you want to hang out with Zach and the folks over there, plenty of things to wager on right now. Even though Arkansas is out, you can certainly make some money on the College World Series games that will be coming up here soon. And I'm sure they've already got lines out for the Super Regionals, which are starting this weekend. So, a lot of reasons to go. Pops Lounge also with music every weekend at Oakland. Of course, the Astro Spa. Go to Oakland.com for all the details. Oakland Sports for the Sportsbook online. And, uh, of course, once racing goes again, Although you can wager elsewhere right now at Oaklawn Anywhere. So you can take it with you and get uh, great handicapping advice and information. It is Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. It's 1148. We're back to wrap our first, second, make it, hour in a moment. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is John Neighbors. I want to remind all of you Buzz listeners out there to head over to our social media accounts at 1037 The Buzz on Facebook, Twitter, and on YouTube as we are now streaming live with video. So not only do you get to hear from our beautiful voices, you also get to see all of our pretty faces for each and every show throughout the day. So be sure to head over to 1037 The Buzz on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter and watch us live each and every day right here on 1037 The Buzz. What's your Oaklawn? Maybe it's lounging under a cabana at our sparkling pool or unwinding with a massage at the luxurious Astral Spa. It could be dining in elegance, then hitting the casino for fun and high fives. And while you're here, you could explore thermal spas, dining and shopping on Bathhouse Row and Hot Springs National Park, just steps away from the resort. Discover your Oaklawn. Make reservations today at oaklawn.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, your favorite drafts are poured at a frosty 29 degrees, and rare barrel-aged whiskeys are served just the way you want them. It's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Get wings the way you want them. Try Twin Peaks wings bone-in breaded, naked, smoked and grilled, or boneless in your favorite saucer rub. The king of the jungle is the king of divorces and protector of cubs. For realistic, aggressive advice on divorce, custody, visitation, support, guardianship, and adoption, get a lion lawyer on your side. You don't have to spend a fortune to protect your family. Call Lion Legal at 227-ROAR. For top-notch legal services and reasonable fees, call 227-ROAR. That's 227-ROAR. And Lion Legal will come roaring to the rescue. 
At College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com On your way to the Little Rock Airport, business travelers park fast at Expressway Airport Parking. As you park, our shuttle picks you up, and a 60-second ride later, you're at the airport. Download our app and earn rewards. Simply scan the virtual gate pass to enter and scan again to exit. No waiting, and your receipt is emailed to you. Pay less than municipal airport parking at Expressway Airport Parking, left of the airport entrance, next to the Comfort Inn. Your Arkansas Travelers have a new home. Hear every pitch, every crack of the bat on 106.7 Buzz 2. For the full calendar, go to Travs.com. It's the greatest game on dirt, and you can hear it at 106.7 Buzz 2. From the Oak Lawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, you're in the zone. Want to get into the show? Call or text 661-1037 or leave a message on our live fan feedback. Now, let's get back into the zone. True Service Community Federal Credit Union wants to save you some money. They're going to help you do it, and they're going to promise you they're going to do it. In fact, if they can't save you any money, they will pay you $100 for the opportunity just to try to save you some money. They offer new home mortgage loans, home equity loans, auto loans, refinance your current auto loans. Tommy and his uh, team over at True Service are huge supporters of local small businesses, and they're ready to loan money for new startup businesses. With summertime here, it's a great time to purchase a new or pre-owned vehicle. True Service has aggressive interest rates on auto loans. One of the good things about True Service Community Federal Credit Union, when you call, they actually pick up the phone and talk to you. You get to talk to the person working on your loan. So go give them a call. You can talk to Linda, Tiffany, Melissa. They're all going to take care of you at True Service Community Federal Credit Union. The fallout from the Live PGA combination or merger is uh, pretty interesting on social media. For those who are looking for something entertaining today, I would definitely encourage a follow uh, along on social media talk here. Mackenzie Hughes, Hughes, who is a professional golfer, says, nothing like finding out through Twitter that we're merging with a tour that we said we'd never do that with. Um, let's see. What else did I see here? There, this is from Dan Rappaport. I'm told the guys who took the live money and want to return to the PGA Tour will definitely pay a fine. Won't be equal for every player either. Will that be enough to assuage guys who are pissed they turned down $100 million to stay loyal? Only for the two to merge? Hmm. Yeah, we're getting more details as time goes on here. It looks to us like they're going to operate as separate tours, but there will be um, Saudi-backed money that is coming into the PGA Tour now. So apparently they're going to work as a, uh, I guess, under a financial heading, but will rem- operate separately. And I'm trying to think of, like, a comparison. Uh, it would be like two major shoe companies coming together, I think, that will still operate under the same brand, but are, they have one financial sort of uh, warehouse, as it were. I'm reading the letter from the commissioner to the players, and uh, here's a crazy thing to me. PIF, which is who owns the Live Tour, okay? PIF will make a financial investment to become a premier corporate sponsor of the PGA Tour. PIF will make an additional investment to the new entity that will allow us to build an even stronger and more robust commercial business together. And PIF is committed to significant financial support toward causes and pos- that positively impact the game of golf. Sounds like they're taking PIF's money. Yeah, I think that's <clears> right. <throat> and they're also going to put to bed any litigation. So there's Money coming in, but there's less money going out to pay lawyers. Uh, other parts of the statement from the PGA Tour will conduct a comprehensive evaluation of Live Golf and determine how best to integrate Team Golf into the professional game. The 23 Live Golf schedule will continue as planned. Team Golf. Gross. <clears throat> Gross. You like that? No, I don't. <laughs> we will work cooperatively to establish a fair and objective process for any players who desire to reapply for membership of the PGA Tour or the DP World Tour following the completion. This is a complicated endeavor and one that will be guided by established PGA Tour rules and regulations. That's where Dan Rapport's portion of They Will Be Fined comes in. Yeah, I don't know. See what uh, what shakes out with it. What do you got on First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, if what? anything? I got some Hall of Fame news while you're looking that up. I know absolutely oh, nothing about golf, but from the get-go, to me, the whole Live versus PGA seemed a little WWE-ish, so I'm not surprised they are joining up. Ken says uh, he's with UPS. I believe the biggest injury losses this year were the three right-handed pitchers 
Franks, Carter, Wiggins. Would have been a big yeah. help against this TCU lineup, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, the Hogs need uh, a Pat Bradley, a shooter. A second, a uh, two-hour time limits for every game. The same people who want Dave Van Horn fired are the same people who want automated strike zones and robots for umpires and two-hour limits for every game. I don't know. Who who wants Dave Van Horn fired? By the way, uh, the season's one. not over. F- what the? <clears throat> said I know one person. You? No. Oh. Who is it? They're on the line. Huh. We'll talk to them. Oh. Once again, it was proven that winning the SEC tournament championship means nothing. I mean, that's something. I mean, A&M got a championship trophy. It's true. And they played well. I mean, they they pushed Stanford to the limit. Stanford's a good team. Yeah. They're a national seed. They got two Pac-12 teams into the... Pac-12 did okay. Nah. Oregon State pushed LSU eh, a little bit. Oregon's in. Yep, two teams. Stanford. That's two. it. And two. Arizona State got beat. Still two teams. Who was the other one? Yeah, two teams. Washington. Two teams. Washington do well. Still two teams. Yeah. Yeah, two teams. Two teams from the Pac-12 are in. Yep. And a couple from the ACC, but they're playing each other. Three, actually. Wake Forest is not, but that's three of them. Van Horn is probably the best baseball coach in college. If people are really talking smack, they are crazy. He's up there. Yeah. Top five. He's a, he's a great college coach. Yeah. Uh, I got a college Hall of Fame information here if you guys are interested. Ballot, the ballot is set. Among those who are on the ballot to be voted into the Hall of Fame, Michael Vick. I wonder if that will be controversial or not. Larry Fitzgerald mm. and Terrell Suggs. There are 78 players and nine coaches from major college football who are on the ballot. There are 101 players and 32 coaches from lower divisions also up for consideration. Michael only played one season of college football. Michael Vick? That's what it says. He played one season of college football before being drafted number one overall by the Atlanta Falcons. He finished third in the Heisman Trophy voting in 1999. I didn't realize that. I didn't either. Vic's professional career was interrupted was interrupted when he served 21 months in prison. We know about that. That's his pro career. I don't know. He's only played one year. Is that right? I'm looking. As, oh, red shirt. He was, a, he was a red shirt freshman when he led them to the championship game to lose to Florida State. That was a fun game. Uh, also here is uh, yeah, Larry Fitzgerald. We all know about him. So I don't have the whole list, but he played two years. He was a redshirt freshman. 99 and 2000. 12 games in 99, 10 and 2000. Mr. 99 played one season of college football before being drafted by number one. That's what it says. Yeah, that wouldn't make any sense because he got drafted in 2001 and he was third in the Heisman voting in 99. So what happened to the year 2000? Who wrote Sophomore, the story? He, he played 10 games. They did not make the national title game. I wonder how they did that year. Eight touchdowns, six interceptions. Eight touchdowns and six interceptions? Mm-hmm. Passing? Terrible. Yep. That's terrible. That doesn't seem right. That's pretty ridiculous. Uh, all right, we're up against it here. We will come back, and uh, I'll tell you what, Navy Mike, you hold on through the break. I'll let you come on for 30 seconds. Um, I got some other news. We got entertainment birthdays coming up and a charity event to talk about. At Big O Tires, we've got the latest technology to keep your vehicle running better than ever. I mean, don't call yourself a tire store if you can't do alignments. You extend the life of your tires by keeping them properly aligned. And at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, we offer complimentary alignment checks. Brakes? Yep, we do that too. And just ask for your free shuttle service so you don't have to sit around.